Welcome back to the Statics Automatic. My name is John Roberts. Tom Roberts. And we are back once again with another episode. We hope you enjoy. All right, all right. Welcome back to the Statics Automatic. This is John. Tom Roberts up in this piece. What's cracking? What's going on, everybody? One more time for my niggas in the back. <laughs> Holla. What's happening, y'all? Um, so, Jesus Christ, man, everything fast. It don't stop, man. Getting closer to the election. They're not just going to hand over power. Fuck no. World War Three ensues. In full effect. Oh, I seen something awesome, too, I wanted to tell you about. I got a picture of it I'm going to show you, but it's hanging out here at our local Marathon uh, gas station. Well, it's a Wilby's, I guess, out here in, uh, in Mentone. But there's literally a sign hanging with a guy's name and his phone number with a bunch of Thomas Jefferson quotes. Um, and it's a little bit of like, uh, the bill of rights and things like this. And he's one, he wants to start a club. <laughs> oh yeah. 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 That's dope. I almost called the guy. I almost called him and said, Hey man, if you go really want to talk about this shit, why don't you come over and, uh, hang out? But then I get a little nervous if it's just like a FBI plant setup yeah. type shit going on. You know what I mean? The old whack-a-mole strategy. Or if it's one of these wacky moles with blue hair just trying to set you up. <laughs> Figure out who's who in all the neighborhoods or something. Like, let's find out who was into Liberty, get them over here, and we'll jump them. Yeah. Well, or some shit, you know. And that's the problem with how the, how the media has done our nation is nobody can trust nobody. And that's all just government and media co- uh, collusion. You know what well, I mean? Th- that's like the guy I was just telling you about talking at my house, talking about rich people need to fair their, pay their fair share. Right. Where did he come up with that? Right. From the media. Yeah. Oh, yeah. The, well, the ones that are pushing this bullshit on everybody. All, and, and you can basically, if you just watch CNN or watch like the... Uh, liberal tweeters you can hear the responses that you're going to be that are going to be coming from people like him right now yeah if you turn on the uh, uh, on the tv right now and listen to him talk about israel on the left you're going to hear all the same shit that you you know you already know what their their response is going to be because there it is i've, you know? t- I've told a thousand guys this if i want to hear what cnn says i'll just turn it on yeah well, yeah, yeah, and it's just it's just the same thing. Parrot, they're just parrots, man. Echo chamber. Yep, yep. It's crazy. And speaking of which, yeah, I guess we're World War Three's official, man. I think it's funny seeing all this shit that says breaking news, World War Three. I'm like, that's not news to me. No shit. <laughs> it's been happening. Yeah. Well, I seen a, a guy said earlier. He said something about uh, we are at war. And I'm like. <laughs> We've been at war, or there's been a covert war on the people of this country since at least 1912, right? And if you don't want to take it back that far, just think about 9-11. Come on, man. Just go back to Kennedy. That's exactly what he was talking about, the covert war. Right. And an assassination of a president, that's an act of war. I would, I would think so. (laughs) A a fucking uh, attack on a, a financial district. Act of war, you know, it's just constant. They got, I mean, I've, I was trying to think about it. Like how many actual things that they're doing right now are truly acts of war stealing an election. <laughs> that's an act of war. Yeah. You know what Co- I mean? COVID COVID Lo- locking yeah. everybody down force, force, uh, forcing the people against their will. Yeah. That's an act of war on the people. Open borders, allowing an invasion that's intentionally, that's an act of war. 
Like it's crazy. I don't. I just don't get how our. Well, I do get it because it's just basically we go through uh, re-education camps and public schools. You know what I mean for eighteen years or whatever. They need to put us in that re-education camp. Then we can come out and do a left-wing podcast, be super successful. I'll cut your dick off. Yeah. <laughs> That'll be our first episode. We'll cut each other's dicks off. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that'll work out. Um, but yeah, well, and I just seen uh, Hillary Clinton. You hear this, bitch? She uh, made a suggestion that all, quote-unquote, MAGA extremists... Or Republican extremists or MAGA Republicans should be, you know, how'd she word it? Should be, the cult should be deprogrammed, I believe is what she said. Yeah, you need to go to the gulag. Yeah, so, and I wonder what, how much hate is there on the left? Like, will any of those people stand? I mean, just your average, everyday Democrat. That's got a Black Lives Matter sticker on the bumper, or, you know, a bumper sticker on their car, or a rainbow flag, or any of that. And they, they, minority, minority rights. Well, when they start putting you in gulags and shit, we're going to be the minority. <laughs> <laughs> you think they're going to stand out and say, uh, you know, MAGA Lives Matter or Never. any of that? Will they stand up and say, uh, speech is free? For, you know what I mean? I don't think so, man. I think they'll just uh, cheer it on. Well, I thought I heard a guy the other day. I can't remember exactly how he put it, but he was talking about how we're all individuals. Oh, yeah. And so if you support the oppression of any individual, then you don't support minorities because we're all minorities. Right, right. Well, I saw, I posted a meme the other day of Ayn Rand that said, uh, you know, the, the biggest minority group in the world is the individual. If you don't support individual rights, you can, it's impossible to support minorities. No doubt. <laughs> it's just that fucking simple. And it, it seems like that would be just logic. But man, you can't talk you can't you can't talk to these people, man. Well, there have been some minorities that have been coming around. A lot of I've seen I've been seeing a lot more uh black support of Trump. Yeah. And I saw some rapper the other day, I don't know who he was, but that's basically his lyrics were like Black people aren't helpless, and when you treat them like they're helpless, that's not helping minorities. Right. That's victimizing minorities. Exact and enabling. Yeah. You know the helplessness. Yeah, it's sad too. And there's a everybody's all about racism, or or we shouldn't be racist, or you know. And and I agree. We hundred percent. Everybody should be judged individually based off of the merit of their character. You know what I mean? But. I mean, they they preach that, but then they amplify racism. And unfortunately, they amplify racism in the black community against white people. Right. You know? well, that, and that's the thing that when you're pushing for reparations, then uh, the, like basically that's that's racism. Right. You're saying that white people owe black people something. Right. When I didn't have any part of slavery. Right. Yeah, it's, well, yeah, how do you, where does the justification for that kind of shit come from, you know? it always comes back to me, like, they're gonna take my money and do something with it, right? Right. So where do you vote, like, Ukraine or reparations? Right. 
Or like, what, what do you pick? That's a conundrum. Yeah. <laughs> because if it was like Ukraine or universal health care, which you're taking my money anyway, I'm saying use it for my health care. Well, absolutely. You yeah. Know? Like Ukraine or give that money to the public school so parents don't have to pay book fees. Right. But they don't ask that. It just goes straight to Ukraine. Well, what? yeah. And that. It's that's and it's used for reparations for Biden. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Because <laughs> they've been, uh, you know, they we owe them. They're good people. Well, yeah, like back before the media was completely controlled by the Democrats, I, I seen a clip of Biden telling some guy how smart he is. I graduated at the top of my class with three degrees and full scholarship, and then the news was like none of that was true. Yeah. Turns out. And then Biden's, oh, my memory failed me. <laughs> it's, I believe it's actually failing him now. Like, yeah. yeah, yeah that motherfucker's was, just senile. Get that, this fucker out of here. They said he's asking for $100 billion more now for Ukraine. Yeah. And, well, that's why uh, <coughs> Speaker McCarthy's been ousted. Yeah. Is, uh, is exactly over that. This guy's made so many promises. I w- what do you think about all that? I, I'm I'm impressed. I think, and that's what I don't get. Everybody's coming out against Matt Gates, saying he's doing it for attention or this or that. All these people on the left, like there's some other purpose other than Kevin McCarthy just made a shitload of promises and didn't keep them. Right. I mean, that's what it comes down to. Well, that's the thing is that the Republicans have a slim majority. And so they have to stand together to have any measurable amount of success at, at their agenda, right? Right. And so if McCarthy's just going to go cut back room deals with Democrats, then the majority means nothing. Right. And Matt Gates was saying, we want the bills to be introduced one at a time, five pages or less or whatever. Right. And we'll vote on them accordingly. And what... McCarthy made a deal on is a continuing resolution. That, which that means, they've been doing since the 90s. Right. Everything just stays the same. Yeah. And they just, they've been doing that literally for over two decades, man, where they just, whatever they've got set up, the omnibus shit, they just continue, continuing resolution after continuing resolution. Like it doesn't stop. And he made a shitload of promises that that was supposed to be one of the things that did stop. Right. And, and that's what Matt gets Gates said with the omnibus bills. They write it in a way that uh, if you say, I'm not voting for that because I don't want uh, publicly funded abortions. Right. Oh, so you don't support the military <clears throat> because the military funding's in the same pack. Yeah. In the yeah. same package, yeah. right? In the omnibus bill. So then they go on TV and go, oh, Matt Gates doesn't support the military. He won't fund it. Right. Same thing they did with the Patriot Act after 9-11, you know? Anybody that didn't want to vote for it, well... I mean, he's not a patriot. Support terrorism. Right, yeah. Or just domestic extremist himself, you know. Yeah. It's fucked up. And, and and that's exactly how they do it. They got this overarching theme of the bill, and then they attach so many laws to this shit that you can't even read it unless you're, it's your sister. She can read. She's a speed right, reader. Right, yeah. Unless you're extremely talented and you're a speed reader, you're never going to be able to. And who knows what the fuck's in it? What are you funding? You know, really? Well, not and not only that, but the games they play because you can read it and go, yeah, I don't think that I want my tax dollars to pay for abortions, right? Right. And they're like, oh, well, you don't support the police because (laughs) their funding is in there too. Right, right, and whatever they can, they can take any example. They're doing that to Matt Gates right now, like. uh, 
I don't know how much you've watched uh, over the last week, but gosh, man, that, uh, like we were just saying, I can already hear people's responses about Matt Gates. Yep. Um, and I did pull up a Matt Gates interview, actually. Uh, so, weird thing happening, man. And I think it's happening to all of us, uh, especially anybody that's outspoken. But we're being censored, like, as hard as you can. They are hiding information from you, right? So Matt Gates goes on Meet the Press. Uh, was this it's either today or yesterday? Well, this morning I was thinking about what we're gonna do for the podcast today, and I was like, let me Matt Gates on Meet the Press sounds cool, you know. So I look it up on YouTube, cannot find the full interview. I mean nowhere. I separated it by relevance, all that, you know, can't find it nowhere. So I go over to Rumble, which I recommend that everybody does at this point. If you're going to use a streaming service, they got mostly all the same shit. Only they're not tyrannical, you know. Um, so finally, I find it on Rumble. But I just thought it, that's how deep they're going. Like, they don't even want to see the guy talk. They don't even want to let you hear him defend himself with anything other than just clips. Like, their own they pick out the clip that you listen to. Right, and then it doesn't have any uh, context. Right, right. And then that, that allows them to control the narrative 100%. You know? and, and that's the thing. Like my sister's saying, oh, YouTube's a private platform. They should be able to censor whatever they want, right? <laughs> Which is and, absolutely ridiculous. And I'm like, I don't want to censor the left. You should say all the stupid shit that you had to say so people can see how stupid you are. <laughs> right, yeah. Well, let them let the market decide. Right. Let's hear everybody's point of view, and then the market will decide that. And that's that's what if we were truly in a free market society, and it came out that YouTube was all about censoring speech, setting up algorithms to program your children. Okay, because that's what's going on. Setting out setting up programs to program you. Your content. So if you're on the left and they've got all this history that they've been looking through, you know, because you, you've searched on YouTube and searched on YouTube. Well, everything that comes into recommendations is just brought to you by that algorithm. And tomorrow I'm going to hear we're going to talk about Matt Gates in real life. And you're just going to say the dumb bullshit clip that you that you heard on YouTube. Right. Night, it's you like know? if you bought an actual parrot. Yeah, and literally. you stand outside his cage and you say, "Say cracker," <laughs> you know, "cracker," "cracker," and, and, and then I want a cracker. <laughs> that's what the YouTube's doing to these guys. Yeah, just standing outside their cage. <laughs> yeah, say white nationalist. And won't be long; they'll all be standing outside these crackers' cages. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, telling us what to say, <laughs> giving us our re-education. Yeah, I mean they're fucking. It's getting that deep, bro. Really, it, somebody it, it needs is. to tell Hillary that. My first education didn't work. If you re-educate me, that's probably not going to work either. It's going to be uh, <laughs> not 100% that's going to work out for you. Um, but yeah, so, but I'll go, we'll go over this uh, Matt Gates interview here real quick. Um, anytime you want to stop and talk about it, just cut in and let me know. And uh, it's about nine minutes long, so it's, oh Lord. And by the way, Meet the Press used to be a great show when it was hosted by Tim Russert. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, just like everything, everything's in decline. The quality of everything, you know? And especially with these, I mean, these motherfuckers are just tyrannical, man. Well, he was more like a journalist, you know, and, and being objective. 
when now, I don't even remember who hosts it now, but uh, he's a fucking left-wing nut job. On, on Meet the Press? Yeah, I think it's what Donald Trump called that sleepy-eyed son of a bitch Chuck Todd. <laughs> <laughs> Trump's something. Oh, yeah, here's the other thing, too, about all this. What's up with uh, Biden and all this? They're trying to say that this is all chaos on by Matt Gates, but look at the absolute fucking chaos we're dealing with under this. That's backwards world. It's fucking nuts, man. Ousted Speaker of the House, Kevin McCarthy, who said just yesterday, the fact that the House of Representatives is leaderless at this important moment, he says, quote, why would you ever remove a speaker during a term and, quote, raise a doubt around the world? Did your actions this week to remove the speaker undermine U.S. national security and safety? Now, real quick, tomorrow somebody's going to tell me Matt Gates's actions undermined, yeah, the safety and security of the United States. <laughs> you know what I say to that? If the House can't function because there's no uh, speaker, good. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Because the least the government does, the better off we all are. That's and it, everybody. It, it, it should be taught in schools. Limited government means more freedom. If you take the money away from these assholes, we're all free. Yeah, you know. Yeah, and if they can't function because there's no speaker, good. They're using your own fucking money to enslave you. They understand that. So yeah, let's take shut it down. Shut the whole fucking thing down. Good. Don't pass a budget. Get the fuck yeah. out of Washington, yeah. D.C. You know? Safety. Well, I don't think that other countries think about Kevin McCarthy's speakership quite as much as Kevin McCarthy does. We'll have a new speaker next week and we'll be prepared to do our work. Kevin McCarthy was removed because he made multiple contradictory promises to people that ultimately could not be reconciled. The Democrats didn't trust him. House Republicans on the conservative side of our caucus didn't trust him. And that ultimately led to us making a decision to move forward with someone new. Fortunately, we've got two great men running for speaker, Jim Jordan and Steve Scalise. I reject the premise that this is going to drag on for weeks. Uh, my colleague Kevin Hearn was contemplating a run, but I received a message from him recently that he won't be mounting that campaign precisely because in a two-man race, it's going to be pretty clear who gets the most votes. I do want to say, based on what's going on in Israel right now, it is horrifying. We stand with the people of Israel. Israel has a right to defend itself. I get the sense that Israel is going to be larger, not smaller, at the end of this conflict. And you have to take note that every place, whether it's Gaza, or Judea and Samaria, where Israel has given back territory, life has gotten worse for the people who live in those places. And I think Israel's actions right now are justified, though we certainly hope that the carnage and the death comes to an end as soon as possible. Congressman, you say that you stand with Israel, you're ready to defend Israel, and yet you're completely incapable of helping Israel because you've brought Congress to a standstill. A st She's a dumb bitch, for one. But, Val, I mean, goes without saying. You can, you know, sometimes you can tell that a bitch is just fucking dumb by what they do for a living. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but I think it's funny. She says, uh, oh, the house is now leaderless. I don't remember Kevin McCarthy's title being leader of the house. Right, right, <laughs> right. The house is all of our leaders. Yeah. That are supposed to be coming together for the American people. Yeah, he's the the speaker of the house. Right, right. 
Yeah. Well, and again, that's how they're doing it. She is just simply framing a narrative. And they're professionals, man. These people are fucking CIA trained agents of destruction. Of paralysis, have you not? Uh, well, you just heard the Secretary of State reject that premise. We have a 10-year ongoing memorandum of understanding that he sends He didn't reject Israel, it, Congressman. You know, he he bi- called on, Congress to get on, back to work. Hold on. Let me, let me get a word in here, Kristen. Yeah, yeah, but what he said was there was no need in Israel that we're not going to be able to meet based on the funding that we've already approved for Israel. And the reason we have this multi-billion dollar commitment each and every year to Israel is because we want Israel to have a qualitative military edge over everyone in the reason. They have that edge. Israel has air superiority now. Uh, we are we are seeing their armored vehicles in the north. I'm very concerned about what Hezbollah might do, what Lebanon might do there to try to create more, more instability. But there is no ask from Israel that we are unable to meet because it's going to take us a few days to pick a new speaker. I, I was very critical of the pro Tem's decision to send us home for a week. I thought upon McCarthy's ouster, we should have stayed on the job, stayed in Washington, and if if McHenry had not made that decision, we would have a speaker right now. Uh, he made one that was regrettable, but I think we're going to be back on track quite soon. Well, that takes me to my next question, Congressman, because you led this effort to oust Speaker McCarthy without a clear replacement in place. Was that irresponsible on your part? Now, again, tomorrow they're going to say... It was irresponsible of Matt Gates to lead to the ousting of Kevin McCarthy because he, without having somebody to replace him. You well, know and, what I mean? And you get the leftist mindset from her. Was it irresponsible to, re, to remove him without a replacement? They don't get to pick. the re, Like Kevin McCarthy doesn't get to say, you're out. Jim Jordan's now the speaker. Right, right. They have to vote. Right. But when you're a leftist, votes don't count. <laughs> Clearly. Right. <laughs> well, actually, they count double. Yeah. <laughs> well, not only do we have a clear replacement, we have two. We have two men who are But you don't have a choice, and it's not clear either of them have enough votes. Well, I, I think that in a two-man race, it's a lot easier to get someone to 50% plus one than in a race where you have three, four, five, seven people. So the fact that it's been a constrained race, you are watching the plan play out. And by the way, if we have a speaker, Jim Jordan, or a speaker, Steve Scalise, at the end of the coming week, there won't be a single Republican, sans maybe Kevin McCarthy, who doesn't believe that we have upgraded the position. This is about ensuring long-term stability financially for our country from a leadership standpoint. And with either Steve Scalise or Jim Jordan, we will undeniably have an upgrade. And I'm looking forward to it. Congressman Gates back in. Now, one thing I, w- I want to say is the left and people in general are always screaming about accountability. Accountability, accountability, accountability. This is the first time in my lifetime where I've seen a Speaker of the House be held accountable for fucking anything. Or any politician at all. And that was all because of the rules changes that McCarthy agreed on before they elected him the Speaker of the House. That MAGA Republicans came up with. Right. Right. That was all set up by what they call the Freedom Caucus or whatever. That said, look, if we're going if you're gonna be the speaker, these are this is what you have to agree to. This is the terms and conditions. You can be removed at any time. And then I seen that fuck uh McDaniels. 
uh, or I'm sorry, McConnell, Mitch McConnell, he put he put uh, motion on the floor to get rid of that rule. So oh, yeah. when you see establishment candidates g- going that far to get rid of that rule, you know what I mean? What do you think's happening? That they're all afraid of accountability because this whole system has been propped up by bullshit politicians for a fucking hundred years. And you know, McCarthy's been there so long that he thought, I'll make this deal and they ain't going to do nothing. That's, that's exactly the way that Washington got. works and yep. I'm not going anywhere. I'm not even going to have to worry about it. Everybody's going to look the other way. Business as usual. And that's what everybody's so fucking sick of is that business as usual mentality. And you hear a lot of wind from the politicians and they get up there and what happens? Business as usual. And also, just so everyone knows, the other guy other than Jim Jordan is Steve Scalise. Yeah. Who was shot by a nutbag leftist at a Republican softball game fundraiser or whatever. Right. So the left is always talking about grabbing guns and all the gun violence while they're the ones that perpetrate it. Right. And this guy's a guy that's taking a bullet for what he believes. Right. And it's still up there. Yeah. A lot of guys would have just fucking said, all right, I'm done. I'm retired. If fucking these motherfuckers shooting at me, I'm done. <clears throat> Back in 2008, when then-Speaker Paul Ryan announced he wouldn't seek re-election to Congress, here's what you said about moving to replace him early. If we take Paul Ryan off the field right now, instead of being able to finish strong in the 115th Congress, we will shatter into a bunch of factions fighting against each other for power. We got enough of that in Washington already. So, Congressman, where was that concern for party unity on Tuesday? Unfortunately, we're in a very different position today than we were back then. Also, I don't know that that was 2008. I think it was 2018. You may have missed a decade. In 2008, I was in it the was state 2018. Absolutely, if I misspoke, 2018. Yeah. Yep. Okay. No. No problem. We've caught up. Uh, But now that uh, we have the circumstances we're faced with, you know, we had a leader who had made multiple contradictory promises that nobody could trust. So there was no way to move forward. Paul Ryan was in a quite different position in 2018. And you're not seeing factions divide. Matter of fact, you saw Brian Fitzpatrick just the other day, someone who doesn't hold my view on a lot of things, a more uh, moderate Republican, endorsed Jim Jordan, my hero and mentor and, and judiciary chair. So I think we're actually going to come together uh, quite soon. I think we've got two great choices, and I think that you're going to really see an invigorated Republican Party. We were in the doldrums with Kevin McCarthy. We had no budget. I mean, we have not had a budget in this country for decades. So I think that it's about time we follow the law. We have single-subject spending bills, and then we work with the Senate and the president and divided government to meet our priorities. There's no guarantee that either— Yeah, I mean— Matt Gates is strong on yeah. on the politics side. He knows what's up. Um, and if you're following American politics right now, Jim Jordan would make a great. He's strong too. He's very strong. Yeah, very eloquent, and it, you know he can convey a message very, very well. You know, and I, accountability. Yeah, and, and he ain't he he don't like to be taking no shit. So. And what do we need right now more than anything in this system? We There needs to be some accountability. The FBI and the CIA and these rogue, they're, they're literally rogue agencies. You know what I mean? They are off their fucking rocker with what they're doing. And I wanted to say this too. Maybe if you would have fucking been doing real intelligence work instead of spying on American citizens and trying to figure out 
who wants freedom? You know what I mean? They're all spying on our own people. Then maybe we would have had some sort of a heads up on this attack by Hamas. <laughs> you know? But where do they spend their fucking time and their money? Well, I think that... Uh, I think they did know about Hamas. Not only do I think they knew, but I think they're probably involved. Sure. <clears throat> because... Uh the financial collapse that's coming, they have to have some kind of excuse and someone to blame it on. Right. Yeah. So now they say, oh, it wasn't our shitty policies. It, it, it's a terrorism in the Middle East. Yeah. As it always is. And they're looking for, yeah, looking for looking for an excuse and they're looking for some sort of a way out. And, and to take the blame off of the administration and the government itself. Um, yeah, they're fucking out of control, bro. Out of control. Either of the two candidates who are running for speaker will be able to get a new budget, given that you are dealing with a divided Congress and given that you don't have the numbers, quite frankly, Congressman. Well, I, I disagree with that. We had the numbers to pass uh, appropriations bills to fund over 70% of the government. And for all of the criticism that I'm an agent of chaos, I voted for all of those appropriations bills for our military, for our veterans, for our Department of Agriculture and our food security, and for our Department of Homeland Security and our border. The question isn't whether or not we believe in a budget. The question is, what is the responsible budgeting process? Now, the McCarthy strategy was to utilize omnibus bills, continuing resolutions, and to have one up or down vote on the funding of the entire government all at once. I believe that the manner of budgeting yeah. is best served in divided government or not with single subject spending bills that are individually negotiated so that you can have a programmatic review on how the federal government spends money. We haven't done that even though it is the law since 1996. And by the way, Con we can do it in divided government. The last time it happened was divided government. Okay, Congressman, I've been speaking to... So, yeah. And now you... If you are paying attention and logically thinking this out, that right there is why they don't like Matt Gates. Right there. Because he's saying, uh, this is the law. This is the way you're supposed to do your job. Right. And they're like, no, we want to come up here, get paid 175 grand a year, and say, just do it however you always did it before. Right. What? Meanwhile, leave office worth fucking $85 million. Yeah. Or don't yeah. leave. Just keep in office. <laughs> like, like Nancy Pelosi. <laughs> yeah, they, they kicked McCarthy out. And they fucking, oh boy, kicked my, uh, Pelosi right out of her office same day. I loved it. Which, why the fuck does she have, still have an office there anyway? While she was at a funeral. <laughs> <laughs> Call her up at the funeral. Hey, bitch, come get your shit. Get you, shit needs to be out by tomorrow at noon. <laughs> <laughs> Couldn't have happened to a better bitch. Some of your Republican colleagues, and you know that there are discussions out about potentially kicking you out of Congress. How concerned are you about that, that you may lose your job over this? Well, the voters of Florida's first congressional district sent me here with about 70% of the vote. So I think that anyone trying to kick me out of Congress because they didn't like me would have a bone to pick with them. But think about what we're saying. I'm the guy saying we need a budget, that we need to follow the Budget Control Act of 1974. And because merely I wanted to hold Kevin McCarthy to his own word that he would follow the law. If you lose your job, is it worth it? Congress? If you lose That's your job, crazy. will it be worth it? 
Absolutely. Look, I am here to fight for my constituents, and I'm here to ensure that America is not on a path to financial ruin. Your average American family right now is spending $700 more each and every month for the same household goods and services. Congress. We are about to refinance $8 trillion in debt from low interest rates to high interest rates. That's going to mean that the APR on every American credit card is about to go up. People are going to be crushed, and debt and inflation are driven by government spending that cannot continue. We're spending $7 trillion dollars a year and only uh, only taking in five. So I, to me, people who are willing to drive $2 trillion annual deficits are the agents of chaos. The people who want budgets are actually agents of, of regular order. Congressman, respectfully, you vote. That's how it is in backwards world. Yep. The people that want you. And it's so fucked up. Like the people have been craving a politician that will fucking just follow the fucking law for how long you get one. And they flip it around the head. He's a bad guy because he wants to follow, literally follow the law. That's that's it. And all the parents will follow it. Yep. While they had their uh, I stand with Ukraine Facebook profile picture bullshit and all that. Yeah, I wonder which uh, which flag they're supposed to pick for the Israel or Palestine thing. <laughs> they probably don't know yet. They haven't been told. They don't know where they stand on that probably. <laughs> Oh, jeez. And if you notice, they squeeze that bitch in on a Saturday be- between the news cycle. Yep. Fucking. That uh, Congresswoman Ilhan, you know who I'm talking about? Omar. Omar, yeah. She uh, she tweeted earlier, Palestinian lives matter. <laughs> Jesus Christ, bro. Isn't she the one that married her brother so that he can get a green card? Something, something <laughs> into that. <laughs> <clears throat> Taking up residence in Kentucky. Yeah, I got a piss right now. All right, my man. For those. T- oh. <laughs> oh, I'm just gonna leave this recording. Probably, I could use a cigarette anyway. You about to piss your pants? Huh? You about to piss your pants? <laughs> I don't want a burrito about it either. No. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um. We just took a little little break, but Tom made a fucking pretty valid point when you're talking about what Matt just said, right? He just said the rate, the refinancing, $8 trillion at higher rates. That means what? Your credit card rates are going to go up. Interest rates are going to go up through the cars for your cars. Interest rates are going to go up for your mortgage. And uh, what was you saying? The population of America... Around three, 350 to $400 million. Yeah. I, I was listening to Jeremiah Babe. He was saying the population of America is whatever that is, $350, $400 million, whatever. But there's like 550 million credit cards currently in circulation. Take a minute and really think about that. And and how bad is it, is it going to hurt America when the rates go up again? That, like you said, they're already fucking robbing Peter to pay Paul. With the credit card, you know, you're paying credit card payments with credit cards. Well, that's the thing. Like Matt Gates just said that Americans are paying $700 more per month for household goods and services. Well, they're also living check to check and paying those expenses with credit cards. Right. So you're paying an extra 700 a month plus 30%. Yeah. Cause, cause you're, you're riding on the credit card. Right. Debt. And the credit card it's from a financial institution that gives you nothing to put your money in their account. 
Right. And then charges you 30% to use their fucking credit card. Right. It's fucking <laughs> insanity. We're, uh, What's old boy's name that you you just had me listening to? Uh, uh, Christopher Green. Christopher Green. Uh, check that guy out if you, you have a chance. But he's saying, and that today, right now, as we sit, it is Sunday, October what? Is it that? It's eighth the 8th. Or... It's the 8th. So it's Sunday, October 8th right now. This guy says, Monday, tomorrow, the 9th, we're about to witness a crazy collapse financially which we've been witnessing it it's just been a slow roll you know i I, well he's talking about guys like say you're a big big player right you got two million dollars on the rolling on the stock market you see the missiles flying into israel you might start thinking "Eh, it might be time to sell my position right and get out of the market and just hold on to my money for a minute and see what happens yeah yeah, and, and pour your money out of the market completely, even out of the financial institutions. Right, yeah. So the people, a lot of people might be selling off tomorrow to get the fuck out because yep. shit's hitting the fan. And the, for those with 401ks, think about this. You put all your work in. You've worked your whole life paying in a 401k. And overnight, literally overnight, in, in some cases, you, you're set up to lose it all. Well, what's scary is what the media has done to everybody because they can say overnight because people have been warning of this for the last 10 years and the media, you just parroted all your conspiracy theorists. Yep. Yep. And that it's easy to brush brush, brush truth off as just conspiracy. I mean, it really is, especially when you got all these talking heads telling you and reaffirming your uh, your beliefs and your gender <laughs> that uh, that you know that they're right and that you're getting truth, you know, and you're just so we're so far from it in the mainstream. And sadly, for every one of those talking heads on the mainstream telling you that it's all good, and the guy saying it's going to collapse is a conspiracy theorist. For every one of those, there's another economist or analyst or whatever that says this shit's going to collapse there's no question about it every fiat currency in the history of the world has collapsed yep and we're on our way man that so they're not trading oil and dollars no more we're about to see how that actually affects fiat currency for the first time that means that see when you're in another country like china and you want to buy oil but opec only values barrels of oil and dollars that means you have to buy dollars right so Think about how many barrels of oil the U.S. uses in a day. It's an insane amount, like like hundreds of millions, I think. Right. And so China needs that amount of oil as well. So they need to buy hundreds and hundreds of millions of U.S. dollars a day to buy oil. Well, now they don't have to right. because OPEC will take you on for oil. Right. So you think we have inflation now? Wait until the rest of the world doesn't need to be to buy Hundreds of probably trillions of dollars to buy oil with. Mm-hmm. And I got, I have a, a sneaky suspicion that as soon as the dollar collapses, that's when we're going to be going to this digital currency bullshit. And then game over for freedom. I mean, literally game over. Like, which not like it's, you know, we're lucky to be where we're at in America because we still get to enjoy limited freedom, you know, but. They get us on where they can control 
our money and just shut it off, we have none. But here's what I think about. They're already doing it with media. Like, there's no free speech really no more. I think about this a lot, though, right? Because, like, the, uh, they call it the monster from Jekyll Island. Yeah. Without that, do we ever reach the point that we are now in American society with, like, technology? Right. And being able to buy $300,000 houses for average Americans and all that. Yeah. <clears throat> so once that system collapses or they go to CBDCs, like what would our freedom look like if we never had that institution to begin with? Oh, I bet you we would be my way ahead of the game. I think that central banks and just centralized government in general hinders creativity, imagination, competition, you know, you give the, uh, you give, there can be no monopolies without government, you know, government is the monopoly, you know, so I, I personally, I think we would be ahead of where we are now as people, if you allowed freedom, especially economic freedom. But this is what, what I wonder though, because like, Economic freedom looks different without money. Right. So, like, would we be, like, homesteaders, like Amish with our freedom? Yeah. Or would we be something completely different? Right. Well, the thing with money is is there is a need for her currency. You know what I mean? But, yeah, if we didn't have that, well, I feel like competition... See, people don't understand this because it's backwards fucking world. So they act like, and I've heard them say, when the prices are up, the economy's good. That's not fucking true. No. Okay. Free market should be bringing prices of everything down. So all these fucking idiots that want universal health care and free shit. Well, if we were actually allowed to compete and there was actually allowed to be a free market, we would be seeing prices lower than ever. And wages higher. And wages higher than ever. Exactly. And so it would make sense that, yeah, things do eventually get so, uh, I don't know, prominent that they are free. Like there's so much production or close to it. It just makes it better. Versus when you hinder the market, it forces prices to rise. Like, And it's just price controls, you know? Which I also, probably most people don't know this, because I don't know if the media even would have reported on it, but Trump was on a mission to make America energy dependent, independent. Right. We produced so much oil that they had to pay people to take it. Right. That's how much power we actually have here. You know, we don't need, and they'll say you're an isolationist for talking like this or whatever. We don't need anybody. We don't need any help from any other country at all. We could literally, and, and that's how we were forever. You know, we didn't take, we helped everybody. We And we still do. We're still sending billions all over the world, you know, for this and that. But we have so many resources in our country that we could literally cut them all off and thrive, you know, especially in a free market. Yeah. Just shut it down. Yeah. And produce right and and let government play the role it's supposed to play and that's defense and maybe roads but even probably not even that (laughs) you know yeah well that's what i was getting at before like without government involvement you would have a bunch of homesteaders that barter Mm -hmm. and they might 
invent or produce some things. But do we get where we're at now? Like, if you don't have trillions of dollars to fund people like Elon or Bill Gates or whoever, right? do we ever get where we're at? <clears throat> well, it depends on what you mean by get where we're at. Um, because you think about people like Tesla and tons of inventors out there that, you know, the guy that did the, that invented the wa- car that was ran by water or whatever, they make them disappear for a reason. Yeah. You know, they take that capability away for a reason because they can't, you know, I'm pretty sure that they figured out energy so well, it could literally be free for everybody, but they don't want that. It's just like the medical industry, right? They don't want to cure you. They want to profit from you. So instead of just curing AIDS after they invented it, Fauci, <laughs> all, they're, all they want to do is give you medications to handle it and not get rid of the actual problem. And I think that's the same way. That's what government does. It, you, you just reminded me that uh, something that we haven't discussed since I got here. That, have you seen the healthcare strike? No, I haven't. Yeah, it's like uh, like the biggest healthcare strike like ever. Just starting now, huh? Yeah. Yeah, I haven't even seen anything about it. What are they striking over? Pay? Yeah, it's Kaiser Permanente's unionized healthcare workers continue to strike. The largest healthcare strike in U.S. history is now in its third and final day. Wow. Third and final day, they, they, they came to an agreement? I don't know. I haven't been following it. I just saw that. Dude, it, Fucking wild. it reminds me so much of Ayn Rand's novel, Atlas Shrugged, dude, because that's how it goes down. And then what you're going to see is what we're seeing as well. Nobody wants to work. Nobody gives a fuck. All the people that are able to do things have been, there's so many regulations that they, they don't even want to be involved. Well, and that's the thing. Like, I hate working for the company I work for. Right. And I feel like they should pay me way better. Right. And a free market, they would have to. Right. Because they would have to compete. Because somebody out there, there's other places that pay way better. But maybe they're far from my house or whatever. Right. Or they have an off shift or whatever. But <clears throat> if you had a free market competition, then they would just have to pay. Right, right. <clears throat> well, yeah. Well, that's a, it's just like the minimum wage shit, right? Like that's... It's such a fucking... I hate the term minimum wage. I hate the term livable wage. You know? A wage is a fucking wage. They're all livable if you're living... You know, if you're living or whatnot. But those are just government price controls, man. Like, it's... It makes fucking things worse, you fucking idiots. Oh, we gotta... We increased the minimum wage to $25 an hour. But... Cigarettes are now fucking 73 bucks yeah. a pack, you know what I mean, or but whatever. There, there's still something that that, bothers, that like rubs me the wrong way about all that, right? Say you work 40 hours a week, and you still qualify for welfare. That means I'm paying a portion of your wages, right, right. right for, you, for you to live. Yeah. So why, if your employer is making a profit, why am I buying your groceries? Right, exactly. Yeah, it's fucked up. Well, and just that whole the whole notion of welfare and all that is uh is horrible when you think about it because you're literally just stealing from your neighbors. Somebody's going to your neighbors with a gun and saying, "Hey, you pay this or else." Well, that's like I hate to even say it, but like a good point of Bernie Sanders, right? 
corporate welfare. Why am I buying groceries for people who work at Walmart? Right. Like Walmart needs to pay you enough to buy your own groceries. And they should. And, yeah. and they're making millions and millions of dollars. Why are the other American people buying your groceries? Right. Yeah. There's not a whole lot of sense to be made out of any of it, which there is sense to be made out of it. It's fucking government intervention into the market. man. Well, it's like, removed the government from everything. Yeah. Well, that's my, that's my slogan. Privatize everything. Put the, put everything. If you privatize it all, if you privatize education, we will get better education, better teachers, you know, um, you'll be way better off for it. If you privatize roads, they will last longer. I mean, I'm sure there's somebody that's could, could, and probably has figured out how to make a road last 30 years Yeah, without doing any extra shit or none of that. You know what I mean? Well, that's, that's like the corporation I work for, right? Everyone there who's like in management, they're all completely incompetent. If you had no government involvement and it was a free market, they that that wouldn't work, right? Because you would have to compete for your job, right? Yeah, and instead you get, you know, these thirty and forty year Congress people that don't have to compete with nobody. No, nope. that have the game on lock, literally have a monopoly on their state. You know, and, and, and we talking about it. We've been talking about it. Can't express it enough. That's why term limits are essential. And these know? motherfuckers were talking about twelve year term limit. Yeah, I've seen that. Yeah, fuck that. How about five? Max. Yeah. Max. 12 years. Yeah, crazy, crazy. Well, and we're going to see, hopefully we have elections this year. I don't know, man. That's They're not going to just hand over power. Nope. That's it. They're not going to. And that's why another reason I think that they know or knew that Hamas would t- attack Israel, if that's even what really happened. Yeah, it's hard to say. If it wasn't the CIA. It's hard to say. It's just like uh, the pipeline over in Russia. Nobody knows who blew it up, right? uh, Nord Nord Stream. Stream. Yeah. Right. Because it was us. (laughs) (laughs) And they've basically proven that. Yeah. Just like we're probably the ones that fired the rockets into Israel. Or if we didn't do it, we funded it. We knew about it. Uh, Because... uh, just how, who's, it's Hamas, right? Who backs them? Iran. We just did a prisoner swap with Iran. Oh, yeah. Not two fucking weeks ago where we unleashed, let them, I think we released somewhere between, some some say $9 billion, some say $6 billion. Uh, but we definitely allowed them to have a shitload of money. Yeah. And I see all these influencers out there on Twitter and shit, or X or whatever the fuck you want to call it, saying, that money was, yeah, we gave them that money, but that that was their own money, and they're supposed to be able to, uh, that was for their schools and their poor people. Right, and they say, we, we have some oversight there. We can see what they do with it, right? We can't even keep track of our own money. We're fucking $33 trillion in debt. Yeah. You think that fucking, we're over there watching what Iran does with yeah. their money, you know? Yeah. And one, one person made the point, uh, okay, give you that. But even if nothing else, that released $6 billion of funds to be used for whatever. Right. So they can say, oh, we had $6 billion in our school fund. We're going to take that, put it, put it in a rocket fund. Yeah. And then the $6 billion we just got back from the U.S., we'll put that in the school fund. Yeah. And, and what's great, if the shoe was on the other foot, 
If Trump was the president right now, and that shit happened, these fucking leftists would be losing their fucking minds. For sure. And talking as much shit as they could think of to talk. You know what I mean? Like, but they're fucking deadly silent right now. But And the know? funny thing is, if Trump was the president, that shit never would have happened. That's, it's just like that Soleimani dude. He's like, he kills them. And he says, I want all of you to know. America's no longer a country that says, if you do this, we'll do that. And then we don't do nothing. I say, you cross the line, you cross it, I blow your shit up. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Fuck you. It's over with. Well, so Trump fly around the world, shake hands with all the leaders of the nation while he was in president. This fucking guy, you can't trust him to get up on a stage and walk off the stage. You know? Yeah, did you see Trump? He's doing a speech somewhere. He's like, what's with Joe? He's like, you can't even figure out how to get off the stage. He's like, I'm on a stage right now. There's some steps to my left. There's some steps to my right. That's how you get off. <laughs> yeah. And he's like, starts wandering around. He's like, I can't find my way off. <laughs> yeah, he's been crushing it. And then, you know, all this, all these indictments and all that. That's what's fucked and fucked up is that that's all election interference. And we were talking just a little bit ago about acts of war. Tell me that all this shit, you know. It's all and, election interference and right now. Yep. And, and and I think their ideal is is to get this uh, fervor, this division, political fervor between people that uh, celebrate International Lesbian Day, which is today, by the way. I didn't know well, that's good. that. So, now, I, guess, uh, I guess I'm going to go home and bake a cake. Happy Lesbian Day, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna go home, and make a cake, and make it look like scissors. That's how <laughs> scissor cake. <laughs> I've heard of a scissor kick. <laughs> that's actually that's how I'm gonna celebrate. I'm gonna go home and scissor kick my bitch. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so uh, but but you know these people they're they're the most oppressed people in the world, don't you? Yeah, and they have a, their own day, international every day holiday, an international holiday. Well, <laughs> since it's international. I think that they should gather up all the lesbians and send them over to Iraq to celebrate. (laughs) (laughs) See how that works out for (laughs) you. You better be careful, man. These same blue-haired fuckers are going to be throwing us in the gulag here for too long. I need to be careful because I'm getting older and some of these lesbian bitches whoop my ass. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I wouldn't put it past them. They're going to have to get past my erection. (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to show them some erection interference. (laughs) (laughs) Jesus, man. Yeah, it's uh, just the whole fucking world, man. I don't know. I don't know. I don't have no answers. It's wild. Hamas. <laughs> I thought we was done with the fucking made up Iranian gangs. <laughs> <laughs> ISIS. Hezbollah. I like how they're like ISIS, right? What the fuck does that stand for? I don't even know. I just I'm glad that they give their gangs American names so that we can pronounce them. <laughs> <laughs> That's how collectivism works right there. Just throw some initials on it. I-S-I-S. Aren't those American letters? Yeah. <laughs> like, wouldn't their name be like spaghetti noodles thrown on the wall? Oh, yeah. Be some weird ass shit. Yeah. <laughs> I see some guys, uh, they, they tweet in that language. And I'm like, what the fuck, man? You know? It's crazy weird. Yeah. 
that language, Chinese writing, it's crazy. Could you imagine? I mean, look at all, just a little bit of the alphabet that we have to learn or whatever. And then, man, fucking straight up calligraphy. Like if you were going to write a letter in Chinese yeah. or whatever. Like, like you get done writing a letter and they're like, the war's over. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder how long this uh, this little Hamas attack's going to actually last. I think the last one was, uh, I can't remember if it was in the 90s, but they had like the 20 day war or whatever. It's gonna be fucking crazy, man. I think it's, I think that uh, the World Economic Forum representatives in Washington want to push this thing as far as they can. Yep. I think Biden's gonna f- oh, let's send them some rockets. And the whole world's uh, about sick of the fucking World Economic Forum and the WHO. I mean, you think about their organization and how many people are involved in it. Let's just say ten thousand people worldwide are involved in you know implementing the agenda 2030 implementing uh covid and all this bullshit there might be 10,000 people in total out of 6 billion people yeah that are fucking sick and tired of unelected bureaucrats controlling the world i find it amazing that the, there's people in america that aren't sick and tired of their representation Oh, yeah. Well, there are. There are. Like I said, the guy with the letter at the gas station, he don't sound like he's fucking around. You yeah. Know? But just people I know that still loyal to a party just, just because. Just because it's their political party or whatever. Man, that's the other thing I kind of want to stress with, uh, with, with us, or not even us, me. I think you feel the same way, but I, I'm 100%... If I had to identify politically that Ron Paul libertarian, and it's weird what happens to these movements, right? Because they had the Tea Party, right? That's 08, Ron Paul. A lot of Americans coming together. It looked real awesome. It was grassroots. It sprung up kind of out of nowhere. You know what I mean? And he'd ran for president in 1988, I believe, too. So he had some history or whatever. But then... You'll have a grassroots movement like that, and then they get co-opted. So, like, somebody from that is from, like, the right, but has a whole different agenda, or even from the left. But they'll come in, and they'll start promoting them, making them that that figure of the Tea Party or whatever. And then come to find out it's just some bitch-ass motherfucker that, you know... Yeah, I think that... uh, Like a Ben Shapiro type of motherfucker. I think that... Well, I'm not 100% sure, but I think the Tea Party kind of led up to the Occupy Wall Street shit. Yeah. And then that's when it got hijacked because that ends up being a bunch of Bernie Sanders bitches. Socialists, yeah. Right. So they see the Tea Party is about freedom and then they're like, oh, no, socialism. That's what we want. That's the shit that sketches me out about Tim Pool a little bit because he's all involved in all that shit. Well, I think that's where he learned that he was wrong. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe. He he said that like he, he was out there and then he realizes like, what the fuck? This isn't even right. Yeah. Something's fucked up. It ain't right. And that's what happens though. I, I guess to my point is, is political movements get co-opted, you know? And then same thing with the MAGA stuff. Like there's a lot of uh, bad actors or people that truly are, do have a different agenda than what the MAGA Republic 
quote unquote MAGA Republicans have or whatnot. Right, you know? and that, and that's a, a rift right now. Like MTG supported Kevin McCarthy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's uh, Jim Jordan didn't vote to get rid of him. You know what I mean? So that's weird. Now here's the thing about that because I do understand politics. Gates probably got enough votes that he needed. And these are probably people that not necessarily that they don't want a political career, but probably aren't going to be lifetime politicians. You know, they're probably going to serve their term. They're going to be out. So people like Jim Jordan, who do have aspirations to move further into the system, they got, they're just trying to basically stay with their, the Republicans overall and not a faction. Right. Like, like you got your numbers. And you don't need my vote. You don't. So, so yeah. let's not let's not get me fucking in any hot water with the. And I could also see Jim Jordan where some people like he's going to need the the numbers to get the speakership. Right. Where he don't want to be the guy that. Oh, yeah, I voted to oust that motherfucker. Now I expect your vote. Right. Right. Exactly. So he's got. to. So you got to. If you're going to be a politician, you got to play politics. Yeah. You know, so. You got to kind of tiptoe. You know, it's all strategy. That's what Donald Trump's really good at is just the strategy of politics, making things happen, you know. Think about how well he would have done if if it weren't for the left attacking him the whole time. Because he is a strategist. He does make deals. And if he wouldn't have been fucked with the whole time, like, I feel like we would have got a lot more. Yeah, I think you're 100% right. Um his whole entire term was just him being attacked. And and now and, and alluding to the original point I was making is I'm not a MAGA Trumpist. Okay? I'm not a, certainly not a fucking Biden supporter. Yeah. But you know you're a libertarian when, you know, your father in law calls you a liberal <laughs> <laughs> and you're more right wing than him. Yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah. as far as uh uh, just conservative beliefs in yeah. general, you know. And yeah, I definitely feel the same way. But like I always say, Ron Paul was a, a registered Republican. Right. Because you can't be a fucking leftist libertarian. Right. That's impossible. Yeah. 100% impossible. I mean, you could stand on whatever. There's like some little shit in the middle that's slightly leaning left you could probably be for, like taking care of the environment or something. Yeah. But not fucking climate change. Or, well, you know what I mean? Blaming the world's problems on climate change. That, that's just like that bitch I was interviewing, Matt Gates. She's like, you re- removed McCarthy and you didn't have a replacement lined up. Look at what you fuckers are doing with climate change shit. Right. <laughs> You're right. going to remove gas cars and you have no viable option other than gas cars. Nothing. And we're sitting on a fucking millions and millions and millions of barrels of oil in our own ground. Right. And like no cobalt. Yeah. No yeah. lithium. Yeah. Uh, what was it? What were the gas prices under Trump? How low did it actually get? Was it like $1.59, something like something that? Something like that. You know, that's what happens when we're producing that much energy, guys. No, they literally like places didn't have warehousing for all the barrels of oil that we had. Right. So... They were having to pay guys like $10 a barrel to take it. And store it somewhere. Yeah, because they can't warehouse it. Right. Yeah, that's fucking... It just seems like insanity, man. Why would, why would we not use our own resources? Yeah, instead we're like, oh, well, like, orange man bad. Yeah. Orange man bad. Well, that's like I was at... Uh, I went to the junkyard yesterday. 
and uh, the owner's drinking out of a cup that says FJB, right? Uh-huh. I'm like, oh, this guy's got it figured out. And then another guy was like saying something. And old boy goes, uh, yeah, I don't care who we get as long as it's not Trump. <laughs> and I'm like, what the fuck? And he's like, he's a loose cannon. The whole world hated us when Trump was running the show. I'm like, why though? Because he said America first. Right. So right. When, when you're getting millions of dollars of, in foreign aid and a guy comes in and says, yeah, we're not doing that shit no more. Yeah, you're going to hate him. Right. But guess what? We need to not do that shit no more. Right. Well, first of all, prove to me that the whole world fucking hated Trump. That's just some shit they put on TV here. Right. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And that's the whole thing. They're just, it's all about just to them is just shaping narratives. I've heard, and I'll talk about, I, I try not to talk about this shit too much to people that are just like randos or whatever people on the street. But from what I've gathered, from what when I have talked to people, is that they they are parroting that shit. Like I don't care, just not Trump. Yeah. Well, if it's Trump or Biden, then I guess I just won't vote. Yeah. You know, I'm not gonna vote for Biden. He's a fucking idiot. But I can't vote for Trump. Yeah, like it's a fucking. Yeah. I can't vote for Trump because I hate being able to afford my bills. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And again, like I say, at the end of the day, like I, I get really skeptical even of Trump because I'm just skeptical of government in general, no matter who it is, where it is, what it is. And I hope it's not a thing where they are literally going to take every single person that believes in freedom in the States and do the whack-a-mole strategy, uh, you know, where yeah. pop your head out. Yeah, talk, populist, you know what I'm saying? But then fucking you put your head up and you get it whacked. <laughs> That's like a... People are so party loyal, right? Like, people still back Joe Biden. And I like Peter Schiff big time. Yeah. And Peter Schiff was saying, like, during the last election cycle, he's like, when someone doesn't like Trump and they say he's a racist, well, you lost me. But Peter Schiff was like, whenever the economy is doing well, that's when you pay down the debt. Right. So a good economy will have higher interest rates. And a bad economy will have lower interest rates, right? Right. Because you can't pay the debt if the GDP is not growing. Right, right. And so he's like, Trump's like bragging it up. Like, we have the best economy we ever have. And then Jerome Powell is saying, well, we should raise in, raise interest rates, pay, some, pay down some of the national debt. And Trump's like, oh, you want to weaponize the Federal Reserve against my presidency and make me look bad. Right. And Schiff was like, no, motherfucker, you're saying you have the best economy in the world and you need to have higher interest rates. Right. <laughs> because it has to at some point. Yeah. Like, you have to raise rates to pay down debt. Right. Like and if said. the economy's banging, get the rates up, people can afford it, everybody's working. Yep. Well, like Ron Paul says, though, like, if we do it right, the correction doesn't have to be forever. It's going to be really fucking bad short term. But you're talking... Two and three years. But we do it like we are now. It's going to be 20 years of where we can't even have an election because the economy's so bad. Right. We're in this collapse. We're in world war. And right. it's never ending. And that's what they're going for. That's the goal of the what they call the deep state. Is well, and the World Economic Forum, the Trilateral Commission, the Council on Foreign Relations, the World Health Organization. Oh, all the people that I learned all those words from, uh, oh, fuck, what's his Alex Jones? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ten years ago? Yeah. Fuck a 20. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 
It's amazing, man. But yeah, I, I think uh, I wanted to read this um, to you. It, it was that guy's actual uh, uh, letter. <laughs> he quotes the uh, Declaration of Independence. Whenever any form of government becomes destructive of these ends, it is the right of the people to alter or to abolish it and to institute new government. Thomas Jefferson. And then he, uh, underneath that, he got the next uh, paragraph. In America, the people govern, the people rule, and the people are sovereign. I was elected to take power, but to give power. I was elected not to take power, but to give power to the American people where it belongs. That's Donald Trump. <laughs> and then, uh, yeah, he says, join me in a discussion on John Darash's book, Government by Consent. And our constitutional duty. To learn more, contact Richard. <laughs> I ain't gonna give his phone number. I wonder if he sounds lives, like a dick to me. <laughs> I wonder if he lives out there by uh, the root beer stand where them flags. He's got a sign out there that says "Release the political prisoners of January 6th. Yeah, and he's got the MAGA sign. Yeah, and he's got all that stuff out there. Might be that guy. That dude's serious. It might be the dude in the trailer park with all his flags over here. <laughs> <laughs> It certainly could be. It's hard to say. But what's crazy is I'm not mad at the guy. Like, for things to change, like that's, what, that's what has to happen. People have to talk. That's kind of the point of our podcast completely. Is You to, was saying that in 2008. I was. I've been saying it. I've been saying it for years and years and years. I would say since, like, 1999. I got a fucked up story when you think about me um, in my personal life. Like, I've actually been fucked with, you know, so have you, by... The, these people that rule us yeah. several times in my life. Yeah. That's why I say you can't hide from it. They come for you. It's you, encroachment. You see that shit I posted this morning? Huh? A guy's cut a guy's truck had a thin blue line sticker and then it said it had a sticker that said uh don't tread on me. Yeah. And it says these things are opposites. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Dumbass. Yeah. Well, and that's how that's how fucking crazy people's political ideologies are. Like they they're they're not uh, there's no continuity or whatever. Like it doesn't make sense. You you believe one th- this thing, but it's so far opposite of this other thing that you theoretically right. believe in. Yeah, back to blue, and I don't like tyranny. Those things aren't the same thing. Right, <laughs> right. Yeah, <laughs> you can't you can't have both of that. You know. Now I, I would say on a level you can support police or whatever, but yeah. Police aren't bad until they turn into tyrants. There's nothing wrong with somebody upholding the law or like a constable. Well, I have, the problem is is that you give anybody an ounce of power and they turn into a fucking idiot. I have yet to meet one that's not a tyrant. Right, right. Personally, I mean, don't want to generalize. <laughs> yeah. But I've met some police and dealt with some police and they've all been tyrants. Just pretty much every one of them. But I think that's part of the uh, the pre- prerequisite for the job. Well, it's part of their training. You yeah. fucking lie to a guy and get him to answer questions mm-hmm. and then use it against him. Yeah, 100%. All they are, all they are now is just uh they just generate revenue. They're like salesmen, you know what I mean? They just the state needs revenue and they're out there to generate it. I mean, when's the last time one of them stopped a crime? I mean, really? Yeah. Cuz nobody you call the police after a crime happens. <laughs> So what are they? What are they actually there to do? You know, 
Just patrol police, harass, fucking generate revenue. Blow each other in rest stops. <laughs> Wouldn't surprise me. Or at least fucking take naps. Yeah. <laughs> Together. Don't let me be a cop. That would. Go, that's what I would do. I'd just fucking pull over somewhere and just sleep. Whole entire shift. Fuck you. <laughs> we, that, that, but that, they need to make that rule of you can only leave the station when you're called. I would, this is going to sound really fucked up, but I'm going to say it anyway. <laughs> I swear to God, if I was a cop and I saw your car and you had a BLM sticker on it, I'd pull you over. <laughs> the fucked up, the problem with that is, is that the cops now have BLM stickers on their car. Yeah. That's yeah. like the dude I shared, uh, he's a roofer and he's like, if I show up to do an estimate for a roof. And they have a Biden sticker or any kind of liberal, LGBTQ, whatever. He's like, I up I upcharge with my 40%. <laughs> He's like, because they vote for policies that make it that much more expensive for me to do business. Right. And so you want to raise the cost of me doing business? You pay it. There you go. Just pass it on to you. You voted for it. Yep. It's not a bad, not a bad strategy. Unfortunately, it's fucking crushing all of us because they're in power now and shit. People can't afford to do nothing, bro. Nothing and nothing about it, you know? And that's what's going to be fucking wild when, when, not if, when hyper fucking inflation hits. Yeah. <laughs> you know? I think we're in the throes of it right oh, now. Oh, dude, it's going to be fucking nasty. This next year, I, I'm I'm actually pretty excited just uh, to be alive at this time period because it feels like we're doing like revelations in real time. Yeah. Well, it's like, like I just said, think about when the rest of the world doesn't need to purchase dollars to buy oil. Right. That's what leads up to hyperinflation. Because if the rest of the world don't need hundreds of millions of dollars a day, where are they going to go? Right. Right back here. Yep. And we already have too many of them. That's what inflation is. And just like Gates just said, we're refinancing $8 trillion at higher rates. So yeah. get ready, motherfuckers, because it's, uh, it's going to be on. And people can't quantify that in their mind right like say you have a car and say, say you have a house right you want to refinance it the only reason you would is to get a better rate and right. lower your monthly payment right yeah but we're refinancing a, a house for a higher rate yeah <laughs> yeah for a higher payment so think about that. Like your house, say your mortgage is a grand a month, right? And you call you call the bank and you're like, I want to do a refi. My current uh, rate is, I say, 3.5, right? Bank's like, all right, we can do a refi. Your new rate's 10. Yeah. Now your mortgage is two grand a month. Right. Oh, right, yeah, let's do that. Yeah. <laughs> Fucking made up, man. Yeah. About to hit a fucking brick wall. And think about being the Federal Reserve, which is not a federal institution, institution yeah. nor is it a reserve of any kind. Right. And they print that money out of thin air. That's a monopoly. And now they're going to refinance our debt mm-hmm. at a higher rate, which yeah. they printed out of thin air. It's like they're literally punishing the American people. Like they're just attacking, taxing, punishing I think they are. Economic warfare, bro. I do think that, though, that that our handlers are saying, you motherfuckers thought you were going to vote out of our system? You thought you were going to vote for someone that's not a Biden or a Clinton? You're going to fucking pay for that. (laughs) Right. 
I think so too. And I think they're, I think they're like mobilizing like straight up. Like, I mean, you heard Hillary Clinton talking about it. Like that's how fucking fast. So in Germany, it didn't take a whole lot of time to round up the Jews. You know why? Because it was just fucking like a little run up to it, just like now. And then in two weeks, grab them all. Yep. You know what I mean? After all the intelligence agencies have been out and identified who the enemy is and went out at night and put the big red X on your door so you were easily identifiable, like a red hat. You know what I'm saying? Yep. And then fucking... Wham, bam, thank you, ma'am, see you later. Fucking get it out the incinerator and let's uh, get McDonald's some fucking meat for the next 40 years. Yeah, let's re <laughs> fire up the incinerator and re-educate these motherfuckers. Yeah. God damn it, man. Got me. Got me. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, but one, th one thing about that, though, is I personally refuse to live in fear. You know, I don't give a fuck. Come, come get me, man. You know, whatever. Bring it. That, well, and that's what's scary. Like when Hillary Clinton says MAGA extremists, she means pro freedom. That's what she means. Right. It doesn't have anything to do with Donald Trump or MAGA. If you think that you were born with an inalienable rights of freedom and liberty, you are the enemy. Yep. If you're a straight white American male or a female that's not a furry or a fag, you're a fucking you're you're a, you're a target. Yeah. <laughs> you're getting scissor kicked. Straight up, bro. I mean, I hate hate hate, hate to be the don't kill the messenger. <laughs> hate to be the bearer of bad news, but uh, that's what it is. Yep. They are all out assault on freedom and on, you know, and fuck you. If you don't see this, they have made American men the enemy of the state and they are dealing with more racism and I, all American men, but American white men, especially they're dealing with more racism, more fucking assaults on their liberties than any group. In the country. They give you extra rights if you're gay. They give you extra rights if you're black or a minority of any kind. Extra rights. While taking away and punishing those that are just regular, single American men. Right. So, <laughs> you know. You can, you can illegally come here, right? Because people are going to say, oh, they don't get any extra rights, right? You can walk right on over the border. They'll throw you on a bus, ship, the, ship you up to New York, right? Just to show them in New York, this is what we're dealing with. And then in New York, they get you a hotel room. Mm -hmm. If someone else buying you a hotel room isn't a special right, I don't yeah. know what is. Yeah, and, and that's, why, that's what makes me sick when they talk about all the privilege. Privilege what? The most taxed, you know what I mean? Uh only people in America subject to fucking debt slavery for the most part. I mean, if you're just talking numbers, you're, guys that owe child support are in jail, you know? Yeah. Um, yeah, it's fucking crazy. And then call us privileged, but yeah. it's backwards world. Yeah. And I'm the one that's paying for that shit. Yeah, paying for your own fucking detriment. Yep. So that when they take their family and give them a hotel, nothing's free. How are they paying for that? Right. Taxpayer money. Redistribution of wealth. Yeah. Yep. 
It's, and it just seems so fucking simple, but nobody nobody can understand it. And you're right, 100%. It ain't about MAGA extremists. It ain't about fucking right wing or left wing. It's about people that believe they have rights are the enemy of the people that believe you don't have rights. If, it, if you had to boil it down to simplicity, that's it. They think you deserve nothing and that you have no rights and that you're worthless. You know? Yep. And if you think anything different than that and you try to stand up for yourself, you my friend, are the enemy. And here's the irony, right? Who are the people that are pushing this shit? Hillary Clinton. Democrats. The party that claims to be for the little guy. Right. And they're for the little guy as long as the little guy goes, yeah, you're right. I have no rights. I'll do whatever you say. Just give me that phone. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Let's see where that ends up. Let's see how I, how this all plays out. Because, you know, and you can just look at it. Look at the rapid decline of everything good in America since the monster from Jekyll Island. Yep. You know, the rapid decline of everything good, everything that made us Americans, freedom, freedom to travel without being interrupted. You know, now you got to you already got to present your papers like when your cop pulls you over or whatever. You're already your freedoms are already interrupted every single day. I mean, like I said, we are at a time where we got the 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 true privilege of having a limited bit of free speech where we can still speak out and try to stand up against us. That's what we all need to be doing. Inspiring conversation. Again, practice just practice your liberties and see what happens. But the thing is, you practice your liberties and see what happens. Fucking Clintons want to put you in a gulag. Yep. Or they'll suicide your bitch ass. Yep. You know? They want to kill you. They fucking want to kill you, you know? Yeah, that's why they're building new prisons. Yep. That's why they're building new prisons. That's why they're fucking allowing uh, this mass invasion of illegal immigrants. Because when they take us, they got to replace us. You know? When they wash us all out, they got to replace all these workers and everything else. Well, they'll replace all the workers with uh, computers and AI. Yeah, they're well on their way with that, too. That shit's fucking weird, bro. Like, uh, for instance telemarketing, customer service reps, shit like that. That there will be no more of that. Not that's not artificial intelligence just doing what artificial intelligence do. Uh electric cars, all robot all robotic workers, all artificially intelligent robotic workers. That's all coming down the line right now. Yeah. That's why the auto workers are striking right now because the government, the Biden administration is pushing these electric cars which require like half the labor. Right. Half the human labor. Right. And it won't be long. It won't require any human labor. Mm -hmm. Well, even fast food, like I've seen, this has been a while ago, but they already have a McDonald's that operates with no humans. You just pull in and tell them what you want and it gets taken care of. I mean, that's going to be every fucking industry. As soon as they get to self-driving cars, truck driving will be the same way. You know? Well, that's the thing too, that once we get to that point, like, that's not how economies work, right? Economies work where, like, we uh, produce something, put it in a pot, and then you take out what you want, and they take out what they want. But a lot of the problem we have right now is that people that don't produce and put something into that pot with whatever they make, they, they make hitches or they're an electrician, they added something to it. Some value, yeah. Right. And now we have so many people taken out of that that didn't put anything into it. Right. And, and so, like, once all of this stuff is automated and you don't have a job, who is going to like patronize the, the businesses? Who can go through McDonald's drive-thru when they don't have a job? 
Right. And that's when it comes to universal basic income and keep, then keep shit moving. Yeah. Yep, just to keep shit moving. Uh, go back and listen to our episode, uh, ideological subversion. If you want to know what's actually happening, they're just fucking crisis after crisis after crisis. It's again, the same playbook. It's not like these people haven't been doing this for literally thousands of years. And it's the same group of fucks. You know what I mean? Yeah. Same group of fucks. So they know the playbook. They know how it works. They're, you know, you're sending in all this, uh, uh, all these immigrants just to water down our culture and divide us even further. And the sad part is, is they don't want us to fight with them. They want us to fight, but they want me. They want our families to fight with each other. They want our communities to fight with each other, but they never want to acknowledge the true problem themselves. (laughs) Well, also part of the true problem is that half your family being fucking stupid enough to think that men can have babies. Right. Like I wouldn't have to fight with my family if they could think for themselves. And that's what they want though, you know? And, and, and when we were talking earlier about like the algorithm shit, like when they're, they're, they're putting that shit in these kids' heads. I mean, from now it's from like cartoon style, like from little impressionable kids, you know? And it's, what can you do? Like, we're overrun by technology. So, if you take all your TV and your phones and your computers away and shit, you almost isolate your children to where, like, they're not familiar with how the fucking world works. But then when you let them use these all this technology, they fucking beat it into their fucking heads. Yeah. That being gay is cool or... You know, all this bullshit, you know what I mean? And that's what people don't get when, you, like, if you stand out against, uh, like, cross-dressers reading books to little kids in schools, right? right? They're like, oh, what's the big deal? Well, it's part of, like, a multi-prong attack. That's the problem. Right. Because right. Not, they didn't now just see it on a phone or a tablet. Now they've seen that shit in real life. Right. Just like the D.A.R.E. operation, like we were saying. Daring kids to... Dare to keep your kids off drugs. That you know, just think of that's obviously marketed to get these kids to do drugs. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, because what? You're in second grade and you're like, no, no, that stands for drug abuse resistance education. Right. Right. Yeah. Like you're that, gonna comprehend that. Yeah. And, and then have a program where they break it out and show you how uh what a meth pipe looks like. Yeah. What a Jerry looks like. You know what I'm saying? They break, they break it out. They're showing these motherfuckers. Like, this is how you do this. This is how you do heroin. Like, uh, you know what I mean? Yeah. It's just little kids. And then the kids go and turn on the radio, and what do they hear? Heron's cool. Yeah. <laughs> the Darren Fields on the Heron track. Yeah. I cut my dick off today. Yep, yep, yep. Yeah, insanity ensues, man. I don't know. I don't know. It's fucking going to be fun. It's going to be fun. I I, I imagine we're going to get to a point where, yeah, we're really going to have to defend ourselves. It is an amazing time to be alive. (laughs) It's crazy. It's crazy. It's like, it's like you said, unprecedented. Especially if you're a man of faith, right? Yeah. Like evil to the left of me, evil to the right of me. Yep. But continue on and then like read revelations actually and you know the shit going on in israel world war three style i mean if you are a man of faith you got to be thinking it's the end times well that's like what you were just saying that uh it's crisis everywhere right and that's like what 
they talked about in the Bible. There'll be wars and rumors of war. Always. And that's crisis everywhere. Yep. Yep. I just wonder what they're trying. What It's just so outrageous. I wonder what the fuck they're going to pull next. We probably just missed something in this two hours that we've yeah. been fucking talking. There's probably some crazy fuck bullshit going on somewhere, you know? Yeah. Oh, yeah. It is amazing that what they're doing is so outrageous that it's that they're like what I just said. You fight your own family because they buy into the outrageousness. Right. And it's like, that is literally so outrageous. There's no possible way that you can have that viewpoint. Right. But they do. And it's like, that is fucking insane. It shows you the fucking power, the absolute power that the media has. Yeah. And we're all uh, subject to it. I'm not I'm not saying that it. Uh, I'm not influenced by what they say. I'm sure. I mean, I know for a fact, like I said, we've, we both talked about this, but when I was a kid, I fucking sagged my pants and busted Mav Rhymes, yo. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I did that because I didn't know anything and that's what the media was pushing to me. You know what I'm saying? And I didn't have, uh, in your youth, that's why this sex ideology shit's so crazy because in your youth, you're not meant, you don't have enough mental capacity to defend yourself from these things. You can't look at things empirically and be like, oh, that's not really a fucking thing. Yeah. You know? Are you going to show up to school with blue hair? Yeah. Like, what the fuck's wrong with you? You're like, oh, man, that's dope. Yeah, yeah, exactly. You're thinking it's the fucking the jam. Like, I, you know, I've seen hanging earrings as a thing again. You yeah. Know? yeah. <laughs> Bringing that shit back for the boys, the danglies. <laughs> it's fucked up, too. But, you know, if had I known, and it, that's why, you know, you listen to these older cats when you're coming up, and they're like, yo, this is this, this is this, this is this. You don't believe none of that shit? Because they've had time to grow and reflect that you haven't had yet. But then as you grow and reflect, you're going to be really fucking pissed off when you find out that somebody tricked you into cutting your tits off. <laughs> well, that's the scary thing is that I'm, I'm talking about people that are older than me that Still haven't figured it out. Oh, yeah. Tons. Tons of them. But it takes... It's not like... Thought's not popular. You know? Self-reflection's no longer popular. You know? Religion, being godly, having morals, no longer popular. Like, there's... There's no pop... There's no popularity in it at all. So you gotta decide that for yourself. And you gotta do your own... uh, internal revelations you know what i mean your own reflecting of your own choices and it takes a lot of uh time sitting and feeling bad and being like man i made some fucking dumb fucking choices and and you got to be able to also realize that you're wrong sometimes right well that's like i'll be fighting with a certain someone and she'll be like you think you know everything you think you're always right you think you're perfect i'm like one of us has gone through a 12-step program to get sober I've right. had to do a searching and fearless moral inventory. Right. I've had to admit my personal defects of character. Right. So, no, I don't think I'm always right. I don't think I know everything. I do reflect on myself. I am my own worst critic. Right. And that's why, why we're fighting, because only one of us does those things. <laughs> right. <laughs> and you're just stuck on, it's okay. It's okay. All this is okay. Tolerance, love, acceptance. Now, my favorite thing is nobody's perfect, so that's an excuse to be a piece of shit. Right, right, right. Nobody's perfect. Right. So, do heroin. Yeah. And well, and also, how the fuck can... 
Okay. It's statistically impossible for as many lesbians as I know to be in one person's life. I would think so. I mean, statistically fucking, it's got to be impossible. So what has created that? A false demand of that. You know, it's like they've marketed it and created a demand for people to be fucking gay. Which, again, I don't give a shit if you're gay, but I just don't... I think that if you really thought about it and how you became gay, you probably just thought you was cooler than everybody else. Well, the the amazing thing is about it that it's exactly the same thing as the uh, back to blue and the don't tread on me sticker on the same truck, right? right? So someone convinced you to be gay whilst convincing you that there was some mass genocide of gay people. Right. Right. So, if it was so dangerous to be gay, mm-hmm. why is everyone gay now? Right. Right. Yeah, it's International Lesbian Day. Gosh, dang. <laughs> Who would have ever thought you would even be saying that? You know? I know. I wish someone would have told me this morning. Yeah. I wore my international Ukraine pants today. <laughs> <laughs> I like what uh, I I do like that. Uh, I wonder who which flag they're going to be putting up. Is yeah, going to be the Israel flag or Hamas's flag. Well, I had picked an outfit specifically for International Lesbians Day. Yeah, and then I forgot that it was today. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I can see that still hanging up. In the yeah, bathroom. so I don't know when I'm going to break that baby out. <laughs> I'll probably you could always save it for. International Transvestite Day is probably tomorrow. <laughs> I think it'll work for that too. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> they're kind of, you know, they, it's it's crazy all the different fucking holidays they're made. It's like every single day. I remember the one episode when you had the list and you're yeah. just reading it off. Yeah. And it's like forty five different holidays that celebrate queerness. Dude, Biden should make all of those like paid national holidays. I wish. I wish I wish I could I wish I could get a fucking day off of work at this point. Give man. me that fucking gay day paid. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, well, you know, it's funny because they'll probably replace like Washington Day or Columbus Day with all that shit on a long enough timeline. Oh yeah. They're all I mean they're already working on it, but like I really feel like that on a long enough timeline there'll be all kinds of retarded ass Hallmark holidays that replaced the holidays they were meant for, like Veterans Day will be fucking bestiality day. Or right, like uh, like instead of just taking down statues, then we replace them at the same time. So I got to take down Washington, put up Enrique, Enrique Iglesias. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Rico. Rico Suave. Enrique Iglesias. I don't know. I haven't heard that name in fucking 25 years, probably. I don't even know what one of those are. I don't know what it's... I've never heard a song. Have you ever heard a, what's What's the song? You I know? don't know. One Hit Wonders, dude. I'm not even going to try to... They were talking about Informer on... Uh, Dave Smith was talking about Informer from by Snow <laughs> the other day. He was saying that fucking Snow, they, gave, they were offering him a movie role in Hollywood. But he had to be a snitch in the movie. And he was like, I don't turn informer or whatever. Like he, w- <laughs> he wouldn't even do it as a movie. <laughs> That's like me. I don't even, I won't talk to cops even to sell them cars. Have you seen that dude like now? Who? Snow. 
Uh-uh. Hey, no. pretty, pretty wild, man. I was watching uh, some shit by him and uh, like an interview or whatever. He's pretty wild, dude. What's he do now? He just snow. Yeah, he's, but, still, uh, he's still snow? No, I don't know if he still is, but he was talking about like they're wild ass drunk hillbillies, like yeah. where he's from. Yeah. And uh, he got arrested for some shit. He fucking beat a guy with a bat or something. And uh, he was in jail. The first time he ever saw the informer video. <laughs> and he was like, the dudes all come from the day room into his cell. He's like, yo, check this out, man. No way. And he goes out there. He's like, fuck, I can't believe this thing actually is on MTV. <laughs> <laughs> that was when he was first coming up, huh? Yeah. Yeah. That's... They're like a bunch of drunk Irish guys or some shit. Right. It makes sense. It makes sense. Wiling out in the trailer park, getting arrested. Just not giving a fuck. He hadn't been informer, or he must not have had the number one hit yet at that time. I'm no, guessing. at that time, he did. Like, I think he said he just went to his boy's house and he was like, yo, check it out. He got the studio. And he was like, oh, man, let me hit it up. So, like, does a song. And then they're like, well, we should make a video. And so he's not even like an artist at the time or anything, but he's sitting in jail and they're like, yo, this video is on MTV. That's you. <laughs> and he goes out there, he's like, fuck, that is me. I bet he's still living off those royalties. Probably. I mean, that, that, fuck. I would imagine. I can't. Uh, that'd be nice. Like a vanilla ice type of scenario where like you could just, it's a one hit wonder and you just live off of that for the rest of your life. Yeah, that's what happens when you lick them boom, boom down. <laughs> you got to lick them all the way, boom, boom. Lick their boom booms down. Lick them boom booms. <laughs> right on, man. Well, I suppose we'll call it quits today. Uh, check us out next time. We'll be on we're every single Tuesday. Brand new episode on Spotify. Um, still, I've been grinding on Patreon. Um, make sure you guys like, subscribe, share, especially if you're still with us, man. I can't believe somebody would listen to us this long and not fucking throw us a like, you know what I mean? Like it. If you've been if you've been chilling with us for 2 straight hours, give us some fucking love, man. Um, yeah, until next time. Peace out. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. I hate it when people say it on the phone. Mm, bye-bye. Bye-bye. What do you mean bye bye? What are you fucking two? Hey, automatic, we've been people got your back, kids. Time to line up, time to hold a sign up. Throw a backbone, time to line your spine up. Raise your voice, clear your throats and sign us. The kings are back, call him Royal Highness. Be like me, not you, D I E. Four nine five squad, don't need ID. Before 911, you need not flee. But no 411 means no TV. Television must have altered your perception. Can't tell the truth from deception. I need proof for reflection. Misdirection at all times means disconnection. Who want? You want? We want that brand new. These motherfuckers right here cannot stand you. Treated like cattle and soon they will brand you. But know you and me, there is nothing they can do. Who's the belly of the beast out here? Is it you and I? Is it due to fear? 
the protocol How we vote them in How we set them up and let them all line high behind a grin Got no time for the fake information Let that stand out, don't stand information Real life, it ain't on the TVs You and me, so best believe we Got the fight back, swipe what they might have Now that's our life mapped out If you like that, then I guess that we coming for you Valley of the Beast, deep throne, true you want, we want that brand new These motherfuckers right here cannot stand you Treated like cattle and soon they will brand you With no you and me there is nothing they can do Got some shit right here that you cannot fuck with Finally got the courage to face the puppet Never change me, they just change the subject Wanna blame me cause I read the subtext What's next on, uh, they take the budget The government, no don't mistake the public Don't blame the whole, blame those that thug it Don't for show, just show you love it Love it, leave it, reach above it Come inside it, find it's ugly Hate it, hold it, fix it, walk it They won't change it, they can find it Want it, nothing but to throw it Down it, got us, all us frozen Frozen, wave it, hate it, explode it Show them, make them, wake it, throw it right. You want, you want, we want that brand new These motherfuckers right here cannot stand Soon they will brand you, but though you and me, there is nothing they can.